This is Fred Vogel from Totag, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema! Hey, we're finally fucking back. Like a zombie from Return of the Living Dead, we're bursting out of that ground back to life, baby. Um, which one are we doing these in? <laughs> we didn't even say that. Oh, shit. Um, we'll figure that out in a minute. Okay. <laughs> I am one half of your podcasters and Satan's service, John. I'm, uh, your other half of your, uh... Cursed ass <laughs> team of podcasters. Yeah. What's your name? Matt. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. I am tired. <laughs> well, you better perk up because we're back, I'm trying. baby. <laughs> we're back, baby. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so where have we been? I guess that's the ultimate oh question. God. Where where have we been? That's the thing. That's the that's the ultimate that's the million dollar question, Matt. Um It all goes back. To uh, the day I tried to order last podcast and then left tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's been a little while. It's been a bit, yes. I think, like, my school had just started back mm. at that point. Because I think we only had, like, another episode out before this. Yeah. And we're, like, in, is it May? No, we're in April. We're in April. Okay. Yeah. I'm losing track of time. <laughs> of everything, okay? So basically what happened, for those who oh don't know, God. we don't real. we have a computer, we have a laptop that's kind of shitty. Well, yeah. doesn't work very well. No. So we use a friend's computer who has the Adobe Suite on it, or Sweep, or whatever you call it. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, we use, um, uh, what's it called? Ad- uh, Adobe... Uh, Ad- Audacity. No. No? No, Audacity is its own audio editing program. Are you sure about that? Pretty positive. Hmm. Their audio program. Yeah, their audio program. <laughs> whatever it is called. <laughs> audio, uh, do- whatever. Adobe, whatever the audio editing program Adobe is. Whatever. Whatever. Lol. So, uh, my friend was like, hey, we're going to get tickets to go see the last podcast and left. Why don't you use my computer so you can print them and it'll be easier? The big oof. And I said, sure. So I got up there early in the morning. Uh, it already started out badly because the door was accidentally. He accidentally locked the door. Or no, it wasn't the door was locked, because I have a key to the door. It was uh, the screen door got locked. So I couldn't even get in to like unlock the door. So luckily he wasn't too far away. He came back, opened the garage door for me so I could get in. I got in. Sit down, hit the button to turn that computer on to get ready to order them tickets. It didn't come on. <laughs> no. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. So I checked all the plug-ins and everything, and checked all the power outlets and everything, and... uh. <laughs> It wasn't coming on. It was D-E-D, baby. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I just, just to go along with what you're saying, 
By the way, we did we did go see last podcast. We'll, we'll get into all that here yeah. in a little bit. But this episode, we were mid prepping for yeah. this episode, and it just gets weirder from there. It does, yeah. Because then we were like, "All right, we've got a date set in stone, and we're ready to come back." And then John's fucking TV dies. Yeah, which we'll get to that. Let's let's continue okay. the story. So computer's dead. Not only is the computer dead. But uh, we also realized that it was Nashville time zone, which is different from ours. Oh. So I had to like, I had to wait an extra hour to even get online and get it. God. But luckily, we got all that done. So then we're like, my friends, like computers back to life, we're rolling. I'm like, good, awesome, thank you so much, sir. You know, yeah, Matthew Gilbert, he's a he's a great friend of the show, absolute legend. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so then it's like. All right, let's rewatch these movies just to make sure that we, you know, we have them in our heads. Yeah. And then we're also like, we'll start teasing it. So we just put out 32919. Yeah, and our poster was a black background with like a red pentagram. Well, not at first, first it was just 32919. Yeah. The second one was the pentagram. Cuz yeah. like, let's just tease it. Let's just, you know, let it be known that something's going to drop. We're not going to say anything what it is and then just on March 29th, boom, there's the episode. Yep. My TV won't come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I can't watch the movies. And I'm like, huh. Well, this is the big oof. So you have to get a new TV. So I got a new TV. And finally, mercifully, we're here. <laughs> and, but that's, that's not even the end of it either. Because before this, before we decided to do this, this episode right here that we're recording, on the way to go see a concert... We nearly got into like three car crashes, mm-hmm. and on top of that, I was trying to watch The Devils for this <laughs> episode, which, I mean, it's probably with the poster, so. Yeah, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, and I was trying to watch the damn movie, and I was being chased by a fucking wasp. <laughs> so, let's just get this episode done. Yeah. And get it out of our heads. Yeah. And be done with this Final Destination bullshit. Yeah, this episode <laughs> has been hell to get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, woo! <laughs> no one saw that. I know. I, I, threw, I threw up the horns. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's talk a little about oh, what God. we've done since we've been away. Oh God! I guess start with uh, something else that this episode actually is kind of cursed with, and I don't want to get too much into it because we're gonna do an episode. Yeah. But uh, we went and see Lords of Chaos. Yes. Which, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it, because we're definitely going to have a black metal-themed episode down yeah, the road when it comes out. which we'll probably get cursed again. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> again, another just one of those weird things. We're like, let's do a live video on oh. Instagram. Couldn't get it to work. No. It wouldn't save the video. What in the <laughs> world was that? Interruption by uh, <laughs> a preaching man, I think. Eh, don't worry about that. We'll keep going. Uh, but yeah. We shouldn't even say anything about it. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> it just freaked me out. I was like, we had a home moment. Pretty woman. So yeah, oh, like we God. can't even get the live video to work to do like a live stream. We were going to do some Instagram live streams. Oh, we God. couldn't even get that to work. So it was like, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, Lords of Chaos, you know, just to give a little insight into it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of insight. Good. It's good. It is good. We'll yeah. leave it at that. And I've been reading the book. Yeah. So when we do the episode, you'll be able to uh, school everyone. Yeah. You'll be able to like, this is wrong. This is right. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and another one of those weird things is uh, we live in a, 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 we can say a religious household. Mm, yeah. Right. Uh, when we came home from Lords of Chaos, oh my God, yeah, a cross had fallen off the wall and was like facing us upside down. <laughs> yeah, it was like this is insanity. Like, what is this? It's cursed. It's cursed, man. And and oh my God, I forgot about this today because today's my my brother's going to prom mm-hmm. and he's getting ready for graduation and whatnot. So yeah, we're getting him ready for that. And uh, me and my mother nearly got lost in fucking Knoxville. <laughs> So, it almost didn't happen again. I know, right? I was almost going to be in uh, a missing 4-in-1 book. <laughs> so, but, uh, glad th- to be here. Then we went to see Last Podcast on the Left. Yes. Live. Which, Fun. if you don't know what Last Podcast on the Left is, Do it, yourself a favor, it's please. a true crime, paranormal, comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. The best the one of all of them that do that, which yeah. there's a few of them that do it now. I'd say second is probably Small Town Murder. Small Town, yeah. Um, Distant Last would be damn... Uh, was the, the, don't 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 talk shit. Do <laughs> not talk shit. Stop it. Okay, I won't do it. Let's not. I won't do it. We're not even, doing. I can't it. even think of the damn names. Right don't now. do it. Okay, I won't do it. <laughs> anyway, last podcast. Let's not st- we're in the podcast world. Let's so? not try to stir the damn pot. Well, no, they'll never hear this. You don't know that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, last podcast and left is the number one of them. Yeah. Awesome night. Great show, and you know, to end it all, we got to meet the dudes. Yeah. And that was a hell of an experience. Mm-hmm. Matt got the pest with uh, John Leguizamo. Oh Wine, stinky, dinky. We went and seen Yob. Oh, an amazing uh, yes. progressive doom metal band. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an unbelievable night where we also got to see Aminra. Yeah, it was like a post black metal doom band. And the weirdest of all was probably Voivod. Voivod. Like, they didn't fit the lineup necessarily, but. It was, it was yeah, awesome. but it was like Thrash le- Legends, you know yeah. what I mean? Voivod. I mean, what in the world are you going to get to see those guys again, you know? I mean, who knows? I mean, they there's rumors that they're on their last tour, kind of. Yeah. So, you know, incredible night. Couldn't have been better. We loved the hell out of it. Someone did pull the fire alarm. It was like being at Whorehound all over again. Again, <laughs> mid-prep for this fucking episode. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. So, also, something else we got to plug that we've been doing, yeah. or that we did, is we were on the Who Will Survive podcast. Yes. Finally, we can actually talk about this. Yeah, I know, thing. right? <laughs> God. Uh, we got to uh, have a good conversation, both on air and off air, with uh, Marco and Paul. Very, very nice, cool dudes. Yeah, awesome, awesome people. You know, Go check them out. Go mm-hmm. listen to our episode, but also check out the whole entire catalog. They yes. do a great job. Hell, the way we ended up meeting those guys and talking to them was because they interviewed the director of uh, Cat Sick Blues. Yeah. You know, so if you're into that thing, definitely go check it out. Yeah, awesome dudes. We did uh the Vengeance trilogy and it was a yes. really good time. I had a hell of a good time. So if you want to hear us talk about the Vengeance trilogy with two awesome guys, mm-hmm. then go check it out and check out the rest of their stuff as well as you said. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome people. We 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 like them a lot. Yes. But uh they will one day soon hopefully mm-hmm. be on our show. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> if we let's, can get through this one without a plane hitting the house. Yeah, we, I was actually talking to him. I was like, let us let us get back into the swing of things, yeah. and we'll get you guys on. You know, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's been too long, man. Go, uh, you always say, go give us the five-star. Go give us the Meltzer. Go give them the Meltzer as well. Yeah, go give them the Meltzer. But, uh, yeah, we're back. Yeah, and uh, I'm, like, I, don't, I know sometimes when we're doing the podcast, it can be, like, 
a little bit of a chore sometimes, maybe to get to you know get to the movies and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. you got work, you yeah. got this and this to do, this and that. Man, I've missed this. Yeah, it's fun to get back on the mic yeah. and just bullshit again, right? Yeah, and have an excuse to watch movies mm-hmm. because I am awful at watching. <laughs> you movies. are the worst at watching movies. Yes, and it gives me an excuse to watch them because mm-hmm. I'm forced to watch them. So. Uh, oh shit! Something else. Oh. Uh, we're prepping Fright Crave still. I've been a procrastinating bastard <laughs> recently. So. But uh, if you go over to 3344 Productions on YouTube, you can see the second trailer for the documentary I've been making. This is NGW. Yes, both trailers. Yes, both trailers are on there. It's a, it's a coming. Go follow Eddie Shepard, Cody Ford, mm-hmm. Next Gen Tennessee on Facebook, all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, all that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to people seeing this when it finally gets yes. done. Still, a little, still in production, mm-hmm. post production, not quite yet. We're getting there, though, slowly but surely. Right. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think we just now started post production, kind of though. No, I would know. say we're still in production. Still in production. Yeah, because there's still a couple things I need to get before it's done. Uh, just letting everybody know, I am the last person to know anything. <laughs> so. Well, you know, in all honesty, we've done kind of a not the best job of keeping people informed with it. It's just well, kind of like it's coming. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, on top of that, like, like as fun as it's been to work on this, it has been kind of chaotic though. It can be, but I mean, like, that's the beauty of it. That's be- that's just the beauty of filmmaking. Isn't it's it? like, yeah, it's chaos, but that's what it's like backstage on the day of the show. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, it's like running around chicken bait cut off. And like on on top of that, like, well, it, with everything we do, it, it's it's kind of chaotic because. Like trying to prep for this YouTube shit is is ridiculous too because it like there's been countless times that I've been trying like all right this is it this right. is the end of my research on this and then down the rabbit hole yeah and it's uh, like oh. <laughs> it is true it's like you know I, I talked to Cody and Eddie you know I was actually speaking that's something else that's happened since uh oh God. since the, we've been gone is I was a guest on their podcast yeah. the next gen Tennessee podcast yes go look them up give them the five stars melts room whatever <laughs> um and I was talking to them I was like it's never going to be done done there's always going to be something I want to film mm-hmm. I just have to find a place where it's like all right we can stop now we're going to keep filming for like five more years I mean I could Easily, you know what I mean? Because there's always going to be something like, oh, I shot this better than that, so I'm going to keep filming because this now looks better than the old footage. <laughs> it's going to be as long as Philosophy of a Knife. <laughs> 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 One day we'll have to do Philosophy of a Knife. Why? And it's just, that's, we're just going to review Philosophy of a Knife, nothing else. Oh, my God. That movie's like six, is it like six hours long? I think it's like, like four, four or five. Jesus. Yeah. It's but I guess long. it's, uh, I guess that's enough rambling. Yeah. Time to get into the movies. So. But before we get into the movies, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's gonna be like thirty minutes of just like what, what we've been doing. We're gonna do something we always do, and then something new. Mm. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to us at sickoncinema at gmail dot com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter's dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's never coming back. Rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us out immensely. Which I saw the Who Will Survive uh, Who Will Survive guys gave us five on there. Hey. Yeah, thank you, boys. We did the same thing back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, iTunes is like the the way they work is very odd. Yeah, because we don't even know. Yeah, the how r- many r- listeners we have. Yeah, I can't figure that out. If someone knows how to figure out how many yeah, listeners, please you get, tell us. Get to <laughs> us. 
Um, so, yeah. But that's how we always do it. But here's something new. Oh. We're going to hear from a friend of the show. Oh, shit. Brandon A. Lane and Rants from the Black Lodge. We're going to play a little promo for them. And then when we come back, we'll be talking movies. So, uh, enjoy. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcast and mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, inviting all you to take a walk on the wild side and check out our Golden Pumpkin nominated and five star rated film commentary podcast. Each month, we dissect the greatest and sometimes worst films of that particular horror genre and we interact with the stars and crew of those films. You can find Rants from the Black Lodge podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, and our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. We're back. <laughs> Matt's laughing. You can't yeah. tell, but like literally that was like half a second. <laughs> it was like, all right, we're back. Yeah, we started, uh, they, they, you know, Rants from the Black Lodge, another great podcast. Yes. They do uh, interviews and commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, they do really good stuff. Brandon Lane, uh, Eddie Shepherd's also does on the show sometimes. Who's yeah. also from NGW. So all kinds of weird synchronicities. Synchronicities, right? <laughs> God, it, like if everything that happened to us was was just synchronicities, it's odd. <laughs> then it, it's too odd for this world. But finally, the main event. The main event. What everybody's this been waiting the main for. Event yet. Well, this is the main event where we talk about the movies. Okay. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, we're finally going to talk about these damn movies. Finally. They've been in my brain for months. <laughs> Talk about everything else that's been going oh, on. Oh, excuse so. me. I just burped. Just... I could have turned away from the microphone didn't do it, though. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? Uh, I don't know. Mm. We're starting in 1977. <laughs> okay. With the witchy, satanic classic from Spain. Or not Spain, Mexico, but I think Mexico. It's Spanish. <laughs> it's a Spanish movie. It's a Spanish movie. Uh, Alucarda. Movie's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Alucard is one of those movies where I, I'd seen the cover for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Mondo Macabro put it out. Mondo Macabro is a company I don't think we've talked a lot about, if at all, on here. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't think so. But Mondo Macabro, uh, we did talk about Don't Open Till Christmas. Yeah. Which is a Mondo Macabro release. Uh, what I love the most about Mondo Macabro... Other than saying their name, which is really fun, Mondo Macabro. Mondo Macabro. <laughs> <laughs> was that was was that an Italian accent? That's Italian, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a Schwarba man. Schwarba <laughs> man. Anyways, yeah. what I love the most about their company is they go out of their way to find weird movies from around the world. Yeah. Like uh, they've put out, "Don't Deliver Us from Evil." Don't deliver us from yes. evil. Yes. Alucarda. Oh, okay. Don't open till Christmas. Uh, what else did they put out? They've put all kinds of stuff. They put Dress Franco movies out. Mm. They just oh, the fan, which is a movie we'll definitely cover the one of these f- days. The fan, yes, it's a German movie that's amazing. Okay, but uh, they 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 put out these oddball movies from around the world that may have not ever found the light of day without them. The first time I ever heard of Alucarda, saw the cover, people constantly posted about, it, talked about it. You know, like oh, this is a really good movie. And I was like, oh, I want to see that. So. <laughs> Took me a long time, but I finally bought it from Mondo Macabro. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Let's get into the plot. All right. Let's get into it. A young girl named Justine, who has lost her parents, is sent to this... Hard to describe what it is. I, I would say the convent. The convent? In, 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 at its core, this is a exploitation film, I would say. Yeah. 
it's hard to describe. Like I, I'm not familiar with a ton of like different like cultural like mm. things. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like just tra- traditional. I don't know because it's like or is this just part of this movie? I don't know. Yeah, because it's a convent and there's nuns, but the nuns are dressed very odd. They're not your traditional looking nuns. Yeah, they're dressed like I think you said they look like mummies. Which they kind of do. And this convent <laughs> yeah. looks like it's just carved out of the side of a cave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Sorry. very strange already. Yeah. And then you add to that the colors and the atmosphere, and it it, it becomes a very odd movie, definitely. The colors, like, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned that, because it, it that's one of the things I was going to bring up, because it almost gives me vibes of, like, Suspiria. Yeah, I can see that. Of how like bright it, this movie and is. And if you look at the plots are very similar as well. Yeah. They're like, you know, this girl arrives at this place that she's unfamiliar with and all of a sudden all these weird witchy things begin to happen. But anyways. Oh. Back into the plot. Uh she meets her roommate mm-hmm. who is a very strange girl named Alucarda. Yes. The titular character, if you will. And they get to know each other and they're they're having fun and one day they meet this gypsy couple. Mm-hmm. One of the guys kind of looks like a goat. Hmm. Right? Don't ever trust the goat motherfucker. And he looks to sell them trinkets and stuff like that. And then one of them is a fortune teller and tells her their fortune. <laughs> and that kind of sets off this series of events where one night, Alucarda starts kind of having this fit. Mm-hmm. And who shows up? Out of nowhere, in one of the coolest damn scenes ever. Yeah. <laughs> the goat man. Cuts their hand. Uh, no, he don't cut their hand, does he? He cuts their nipples. Yeah. And they drink each other's blood and packs them with the devil. <laughs> and from there, uh, cool satanic, witchy, stigmata-ish insanity ensues. Yes. First off, though. Mm-hmm. First off. Why would you ever mm-hmm. trust a goat man <laughs> and a fortune teller together? It's, you know, Let along alone. Yeah, it's just, well, they don't really trust, and they get out of there after they read the fortune, but that time it's too late. Yeah. It's too late. Look, I've always heard that fortune tellers are fucking liars. <laughs> so, don't trust them. Right. And a goat man? You're going to trust the goat man? He's weird looking. Like, he's not supposed to be a goat, but he definitely looks like a goat. Don't, 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 don't trust him. Don't trust him. Stay away from him. But he, like... As Justine and Alucard are like having this fit, which there's a lot of screaming and yeah. chaos in this movie. Uh, he I shows myself up staring at the screen, just wide eyed. <laughs> like, like, what's this happening? Like, he shows up and he's like, "It's time to perform the ceremony, but first we need some rain on lightning." And like, they just yeah. starts like thundering and lightning, and like it's raining blood, rain blood, and uh, they get transported to this like black mass. Yeah. Going on, and, like, they go to, like, I guess be uh, married to the devil, if you will, and this damn, like, <laughs> bath myth-looking thing with these massive horns just, like, comes out and, like, stares down at them. I wish the audience could see your face of just pure disgust that <laughs> you're describing this thing. No, no, it's not disgust. It's one of the coolest visuals ever. <laughs> <laughs> just look on your face when you're describing just like <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the most metal thing ever. This movie is very metal. So metal so that the legend 
Killjoy yes. of Necrophagia used a part of this movie where they started chanting in the middle of a surface. Yeah. Satan, Satan, our Lord and Master. That's so cool. And like all the candles go out. Yeah. Uh, what else to say about that? What, what I love about this movie the most and what I find it like sets it apart from a lot of like other witch films because at, at its core it's a witch non-sploitation film. Yeah, which there's a there's quite a few. Of there's those. quite a few of those. Yeah. But what sets it apart is the pacing and the atmosphere is very dreamy, mm-hmm. and it leads it to feel like a fairy tale. It's yeah. like a fairy tale horror movie. Yeah, uh, like a I would say a little lower budget version of like Pan's Lab. Exactly. I was gonna say that too. Um, yeah. I can see Guillermo del Toro taking a lot of influence from th- this guy. In fact, he gives an interview on the DVD about how much he yeah, loves yeah. this movie. And it makes all the sense in a row, and you're watching like, yeah, of course he was inspired by this, you know? This is going to be a little random. Did you see the trailer for the uh, Scary Stories? I did. I'm, I'm it looks good. Yeah. I'm interested. I hope it's good. Yeah, I, I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you mentioned Guillermo, uh, you know, Guillermo del Toro, so I had to mention that. So Eventually there's exorcism stuff, of course, going on. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then it all leads to the finale that the best way to describe it is Carrie. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. Carrie-esque. Um. Yeah, man, like the music, the atmosphere, the imagery, it's all so awesome. Like, it's just, like I said, it's like a fairy, it's like a metal-ass fairy tale. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, a lot of, like, like, fa- like fairy tales, like, I guess, like, grim, grim fairy tales, yeah. A lot of those are metal. Very gruesome. And very gross. I mean, like, there's That's a whole up. scene where, like, during the Black Mass, a nun is trying to fight for Justine's soul. Yeah. And, like, she starts bleeding. No. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, damn, that, like, it's so cool, man. It's a it's a very, very underrated horror mm-hmm. film. Like, anytime, uh, like, a lot of times on Ranch from the Black Lodge, for instance, they have a Facebook page you should go follow. Go follow it. Go follow who will survive, too. Yes. Um <laughs> A lot of times he'll post stuff like underrated horror movie or a horror movie nobody's ever seen that you think they should. And I'm always like, Alucarda. You need to see Alucarda. Then go watch this shit. <laughs> and it's not for everybody. Because no. it, it, it's a very odd-paced film. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know. You know what kind of movie. You, you know that our, the movies we watch on here are not always for everybody. No, which, uh, you know, this one is, is one of the least extreme films we've ever covered. Yeah. But it's just like, first of all, if you're religious, mm. if you're very religious, you might find this. You might love this movie because you might be very scared by it because, like, it, it questions, you know, yeah. like it, it like has two Christian girls foregoing their religion to become encoursed with the devil, you know, like Satan himself. <laughs> yeah, which you know, it's a dude in a mask, and you do see that. But yeah, that damn scene where they're standing in front of each other and there's that fog. And that Bathmuth dude just like hangs over top yeah. of him is one of the most iconic scenes in a movie that nobody's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like okay, like again, it's been it's been a little bit since I've watched this because we didn't really have a lot of time to like rewatch everything. No, after the TV died, I was like, go 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I wrote my notes that someone bathed in blood. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they bathed in blood, baby. Yeah, been bathing like like a bath like Bathory. Yeah, not, not the band Bathory, but yeah, yeah, like Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> it's not necessarily like that as much as it is. It's part of this exorcism. Yeah, like they they really try to ex- exercise Justine. Mm-hmm. And there's this doctor, and he's like, "You're all mad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing. Okay. Another thing about this that's interesting is um, that doctor who's like, "You're all crazy." 
mm-hmm. would go on to be in Kronos, which is a Guillermo del Toro film. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Another, like, weird synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say as much as synchronicity, as much as he probably watch this movie and was like, that guy's awesome. Bring him in. Bring him in. Which he's a famous Spanish, or maybe he's not Spanish, he might be English, but he it, played in a lot of Spanish films, yeah. I understand. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's awesome, man. I don't know what else mm-hmm. to say about Alucarda. Like, it's just a beautiful, quaint, small, but at the same time grandiose. Yeah. Like, it, like it's a fairy tale, man. You get these, you know, you put crowns on them, they could be Disney princesses that join the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anything else you need, want to say about Alucarda? Uh, it's fucking great. It's I great. Mean, uh, spoiler alert: All these movies are fucking great, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, all pretty underrated too, and very underseen. Yeah, well, one, one in particular, which we'll one get to in next. Particular, <laughs> yeah. So, but final thoughts on Alucarda? I think it's a great movie that I think everyone should. Well, if you're interested, if in you're this, into horror, yeah, if you're into horror movies, then. Peek this one out because it's Gouda. Imagine a more subdued Lords of Salem. Yeah, and that's Alucarda. I would say. Yeah, I think I like Lords of Salem a lot. Mm -hmm. That's actually my favorite Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, outside of uh, House Thousand Corpses, that's Mm. my other favorite. Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Alucarda is better. Yeah, it's a much better. Rendition of uh, Lords of Chaos, or not Lords of Chaos, but Lords of Salem. <laughs> Lords of Chaos. Isn't There's not a lot of different. movies like Alucard, and that's a shame. Hmm. Very uh, fairy taleish, you know what I mean? You know, again, like the one, of the only ones that really gives me a fairy tale vibe is Pan's, like Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. I really like like scary too. I really yeah. like folk horror, you know, like the witch yeah. and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Um, to an extent, like oh god, what was that movie? It's slipping my mind now. Hmm? Uh, shit. Was it a Phil, Phil in England? A Phil in England, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good one, too. But should we move on? Yeah. Okay. Paul probably wouldn't like this movie, by the way. I thought about it from uh, Who Will Survive because he didn't like period piece movies. Oh. Yeah. Just <laughs> check it out, Paul. It's good. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's good. So, from Alucarda in 1977. Oh, God. To next movie. a different kind of pact with the devil. Yeah, well... It, it, well, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. It's <laughs> 2000's Ricky Six. The story behind this movie is very strange. Yeah. Because it was, of course, it was made. It's made. And it, we would say it came out in 2000, but it didn't. It didn't. The company that made Ricky Six folded. Yeah. And it just never got picked up by anybody. It's in Rot's Hell, basically. Which is a damn shame. Yeah, which we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but essentially, Ricky Six tells the story of Ricky Cassick. Casso. Casso, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I always wait. get that wrong. Yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> Ricky Casso. Of course, you know, I am a nerd. <laughs> and, which I was going to pass over to you yeah. because you. Are, I'm a little more. Okay. In true crime. Tell us who Ricky Casso is, who in the movie they call Ricky Cohen. Okay. Um, Ricky Casso is known as the Acid King because he was a teenager in the 70s and I, I would say like late 60s. Yeah, he was in that. It was definitely in the heyday of the Acid movement. Yeah, and he was, he, he was mentally ill. Mm. Schizophrenic. Yeah, and he loved rock and roll music like ACDC, stuff like that. And loved acid mm-hmm. to the point where he started thinking that he was 
in a pact with Satan. Yeah, and, he was a Satanist. Yeah, and he started doing like his own like black masses and shit like that. Until eventually he stabbed his own one of his friends to death, saying over and over again, "Say you love Satan," as he stabbed him repeatedly. But uh, he stabbed the guy because the guy stole money from him. Yes, he yeah. wasn't had nothing to do with Satan. No, <laughs> but he did with... say that. Yeah, yeah, that's the famous thing is that as he killed him, he was yeah. telling him to say he loved Satan. Yeah, but he he did owe him money because drugs. Yeah, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> this is not the first time this story has been told. No. It was done masterfully by Jim Van Beber in the short film, mm-hmm. My Sweet Satan. Which we were thinking about throwing that in there with this. But at the point, we just were like, just go. <laughs> yeah, because around the time we were talking about doing that, your TV died, mm. I think. Not so. just that, but I think one day we're going to do like a short film episode. <laughs> yeah. Where we're just going to like compile a bunch of short films and do that, and I think that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so in this movie, it's changed just a little bit. It's set in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Modern era at the time, because it was made in the late nineties. Yeah, like, and they changed Ricky's. It, they changed the characters' names, and like Ricky, instead of being called Ricky Castle, he's Ricky Cohen. Cohen in this movie. Yeah, which Ricky Cohen moves into this town. He doesn't have any friends. He befriends this guy, who is kind of our narrator. Yeah, he tells us the story. Ricky uh, goes into the store, kind of gets. Entranced a little bit, I would say, mm. with uh, this book where this guy who claims he's a, he's a satanic priest is like, hey, take it. Yeah. You know, go worship Satan. <laughs> Ricky starts, you know, Ricky, Ricky, the movie portrays him very, I don't know, maybe not so accurately in the fact that, like, it, the movie kind of almost portrays him as this, like, really cool. Yeah, they he, almost make him anti hero. He's very Cobainish. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's very Kurt Cobain-ish. Or like, almost like Kurt Cobain with a little bit of Jimmy Page. Yeah. Yeah, because of the, the whole like satanic angle. Like there's a scene where like they're doing a ritual and also the wind blows the candles out. Yeah. And it's like, alright, I see what you're doing, but not accurate, but it's no. cool. I'll go with it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, he yeah. gets into acid. Wait, okay. If you've already, like, this, this is a PSA. <laughs> yeah. If you have problems with your mental health. Yeah. Don't drop acid. Acid is not the drug for you. You will go crazy. But it, in the movie it's portrayed as though he wasn't really aware. Yeah. Because in a lot of ways that can happen like, you well, know. I mean we don't really know in the real life story if he was aware he was crazy either. Yeah. Well, we're not crazy is that That's not word? fair. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. You're going to get some heat on that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> This oh is the PC God. culture, man. You can't call someone I crazy. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not crazy. <laughs> hey, he, he, he was schizophrenic. He, he, I, don't, I don't know if, that, if he was schizophrenic, though. Well, I don't know in real life if he was schizophrenic, no. but in the movie, he's schizophrenic. Yeah, in the movie, he is. Focus on the movie, not the real life case. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> Bitch. God, I'm going to get heat on that one. I'm nah, sorry. I don't give a shit. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know I say shit on here all the time that you get mad about. <laughs> you drop the hard R word. <laughs> I won't do it right now. But anyways, Ricky, uh, in the movie, Ricky, it's very much portrayed as though he's not really aware. Like maybe he had it already, but it wasn't really triggered mm-hmm. until he started dropping acid. And when he dropped acid, like it altered his brain and like kind of <laughs> unleashed his mental disorder more. Yeah, which, again... Don't drop acid oh, when you've got problems. <laughs> he goes away. 
he goes away for a while. Yeah. After, uh, he went to juvie, basically. Yeah. And when he comes back, him and his friends kind of decide that they're going to save up money and go to California together yeah. to get away from all the bullshit, the small town life. Mm-hmm. All the while, he's selling acid to save up money. Yes. One of his friends, who's kind of this guy that, you know, he's one of those guys that I think every group of friends kind of has him. Where, mm-hmm. like, he hangs around and sometimes he's okay. But sometimes you're like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> you know, like, he really gives him my nerves. We oh, kind of tall. You kind of tolerate him because you might be friends with somebody else. Yeah, we all know this person. Oh, I have plenty of people in high school like that. I'm like, like I don't actually like. Yeah, you, I kind of just tolerate you because you're <laughs> friends with this other person. But uh, you know, he kind of gets into it with Ricky at a party. Yeah, Ricky passes out from doping, and uh, he swaps some money from him. Yep, which at first. They kind of just like, give me the money back, bitch. He's like, I didn't take your money, Ricky. You know, I didn't, I didn't take it, man. But uh, one night they invite him out to the woods with this other guy, their other friend, which is fun- interesting that Ricky invited other people. It yeah. wasn't just him and this guy. He invited two other people oh, with him. Oh, d- yeah. Again, like, I, I hate bringing up, because I know we're talking about the movie, not the story, mm-hmm. but that's that's what happened in the actual story. Yeah, well, yeah. There's multiple people there. Yeah. Who witnessed this shit. So they start dropping acid. Yeah. And uh, Ricky is like, this fire's done. We need something for it. So he's like, take off your shirt. Yeah. And the guy's reluctant. Does it. Take your shirt off. Take your take your shoes off. Put your shoes in there. Mm-hmm. Take your pants off. Take like, Give me your hair, you know. And it just escalates and escalates until eventually he stabs him to death. God. And as he does it, he's telling him to say you love Satan. And it's pretty gruesome in this It's movie. rough. What I love, there are certain things about this movie that I thought did... The best way to describe this movie, and this is going to sound very strange. Okay. It's Dawson's Creek <laughs> if it was a brutal horror movie. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. It has that like early 2000s, late oh, 90s teen so, drama feel. It's so late 90s, though. Yeah. But it, that doesn't make it bad, though. No, like, no, no. It, it's not so like, it's not going to distract you, I don't think. Mm-mm. Because the, the movie itself is really, really good. It's very good. But. It it reeks of that time period. Oh though. my god! It, like I said, it feels like an early two thousands, late nineties teen drama. Like I'm, I'm just waiting for someone to listen to Creed in the background. Yeah, right. Or Jesus like, Christ. Or like uh, uh, one of the girls, <laughs> he catches him making out with somebody else. I don't want to wait. <laughs> us to be over. You know. <laughs> yeah. It has that feel to it, and in, in, in a way, it has a real cheesiness to it at times. Yeah. But when that scene happens, it's so violent. And dark. And so vicious. And done, like, the movie, like, lures you into this weird, um, I don't know how to describe it, like, uh, falsity. Like, like, yeah. like the first time they drop acid, the, 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 the trip scene is really dumb and cheesy. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're upside down and it's blue. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is dumb. You know what yeah, I mean? it's dumb. But the acid trips get more and more frightening. Yeah. Until like this scene, like the whole scene is told through the perspective of everybody there except for Ricky and the guy. Mm-hmm. The other two it's told for the perspective of the other two guys who are like, No nah, man, you're the one who did this. No, 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 no. You said this or oh you put him there and like they're constantly like changing locations. Yeah. And you can't see into the background. It's all black and there's just these flames yeah, yeah, yeah. F- blasting into the air, you know, and like it's done in such a way that's like you don't know 
who's responsible for what at the end of it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really scary. It is, yeah. And, oh, God. Like, there's a scene where they're, like, like it comes a little, I think it's a little later. It's it's still part of this, like, acid trip. And they're, like, walking through hell. Yeah. Ricky, it's like, so talks cool. to the devil. Who's, yeah. like, perched on this log. And I was, again, and it was like Alucardo's one of those moments where I'm just sitting there just staring at the TV screen like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> but yeah, like, it's such a, like, when when those scenes come, they're so surreal and they come out of nowhere. Like, there's another scene where, like, Ricky fantasizes that, like, he goes into this, like, club. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all the people are there and they're like, well, what's this all for? He's like, it's for you, Ricky, you know? It's so interesting, like, the same cheesy teen drama has these, like, very nightmarish, surreal scenes and, like, really vicious. Like, the Mm -hmm. violence is vicious. Like, honestly, like, of course, the stabbing scene, I think the only movie I've seen, like, in recent memory that is just as bad as that is probably Lords of Chaos. I would say Lords of Chaos is worse. Yeah, it's worse, but anything that's on that level, though. Ricky Six is not graphic. No, but it's just what's insinuated mm-hmm. is very much what's the well because part. they're tripping out and they don't really know who's responsible for what or yeah. what really happened. The scene goes on for a long time. Yeah, you know, and like people are constantly like switching locations, mm-hmm. like not naturally. They're not getting up and walking. They're just there. They're in another spot yeah, yeah. now. It, they're just like swapping. Yeah, like almost like they're like teleporting. It's back al- and forth. It's almost like Clue. <laughs> the movie Clue, yeah. where they're like, yeah. no, 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 that's not how it happened. You know, like yeah. this is how it actually happened. Oh god, that's so scary. It's such a cool ideal. It's like it's such a like uh, you know Van Beber's version. My sweet Satan's very stark and grisly and nasty. Yeah, and I would say if I had if to compare the two a little bit, I would give the edge to My Sweet Satan just a bit because I think it portrays, even though it's actually set in the it's modern era as well. Yeah, Ricky. Is uh, portrayed better by Van Beber, I think, because mm-hmm. he comes off as an asshole, like a piece of shit. Yeah, not this too cool for school. Also, in Kurt Cobain, the, the my sweet pretty Satan. boy. Yeah, the my sweet Satan version is also a picture a picture of Ricky Castle in the background mm-hmm. in, one, in one scene. Yep, which is pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the guy who plays Ricky does a very very good job. I would say most of the people in this. Yeah, movie I, I would good say job. the cast is really good. Also, uh, I forget his name, but there's a character from the Sandlot in here too. There is, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, now, are we 100 percent certain this takes place in the modern era? Because I feel like I might be confusing myself. I know they're wearing a lot of flannel. Um, give me just a second. <laughs> I, I may have wrote it down. It takes place in the fucking 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. Okay. So it's not modern, but it's uh, it's closer to. It doesn't take place in the time period it actually happened. No, it, it God, it's, uh, it's it's weird. I know, yeah. So we got one that takes place like in the nineties, nineties, and one that takes place in the eighties. We don't have the one that takes place, place in the seventies. Like, why would you not just set? If you're gonna set it in a past, why not just set it in the, whatever? Because that's what we was talking about. I was like, wait a minute, I remember this being like older or whatever. Yeah, but there's a lot of flannel for the eighties. Oh, what, was this movie made in Canada? <laughs> a lot of flannel and a lot of denim. Was this movie made in Canada? I don't think so. But it, that screams nineties to me, not eighties. I don't. I, it's a, in my notes here. I says this movie takes place in the eighties, but it screams the nineties. Yeah, it's the nineties, yeah. 
Just you know what? Fuck it, it's the nineties. <laughs> it's the nineties. I mean, they may say it's the eighties, but it's the nineties. <laughs> Like I said, Ricky constantly wears like this blue uh, flannel jacket. <laughs> and well, it, in, he did that quite a bit. In the, the real, the real dude. Yeah, the real dude. But it looks like if you just put him in some cutoff jeans, <laughs> and just he'd be like, "Here I'm on here, oh yeah." You listen to this new uh, Nirvana album? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what he looks like, you know. Yeah. But uh, he does a good job. I don't want to demean him any. No, 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 it's just the way the character looks. I think it's what we're talking and, about. And he does a very good job of like watching this guy like deteriorate too. Yeah, like where he goes from like everybody's like first he's kind of just this meek kid mm-hmm. to kind of being like the center of attention to kind of becoming an outcast again because he's yeah. very paranoid and can't trust nobody and he can't even like comprehend how life works yeah like, <laughs> he just falls apart basically it, and like he has these like eyes where like they're constantly like wide open and he just mm-hmm. looks like he's like he's not looking at anybody he's looking through them you know <laughs> it's creepy it's creepy he does a very good job I, I, and uh the movie like takes place over several years too and they do a good job of even though they don't really change anything just the way the mm-hmm. characters kind of carry themselves they feel older yeah you know it, it feels like there is a passing of time even though they don't really like, they don't have them grow beards or nothing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, ultimately the end, the movie ends, you know, pretty tragically. I would say. Yeah, and like, pe- I would say people who may- maybe know about the real life story, they know kind of what happens. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no justice. No, there's not. There's no happy ending. It's real life. Everything sucks. Life sucks, then you die. <laughs> and the words of the great Vince McMahon. <laughs> Life later sucks, be, then you die. Later, later to be using a song by the great Skinless. Skinless, yes. which is fantastic. Yeah. But, Skinless, uh, Skinless used a lot of uh, stuff. Yeah. They even used um, John Waters movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like awesome. They are. But uh, Back to Ricky Six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ultimately, man, Ricky Six is really, really good. Yeah, um, but what's so funny, Like we would have never even heard of this movie, I feel like, if it wasn't for our friend Doug, because, like, honestly. Wow. Yeah, Doug, I was like looking for movies for an episode. Oh, sorry. We'll play footsie better for a second. <laughs> <laughs> looking up uh, movies for, you know, a Satan episode. Yeah. And he's like, there's this movie called Ricky Six I, I came across, right? And I looked into it a little bit, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll mark it down, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... I was like, I don't know if we can watch it anywhere because it had this, doesn't have a release. Yeah, but we decided to watch it anyway on YouTube, which it is on YouTube. Yeah, which, watch it. I mean, you can. The two ways you watch it is either you watch it on YouTube or you buy a bootleg. I mean, yeah. that's it. There's no release, <laughs> and and it's fucking great. It's an awesome movie that it, it's really tragic that it doesn't have a release. Yeah, it's so good and it deserves a release, but I almost feel like. There, there is reasons for that because maybe there's no really, there's not a lot of interest into it. Yeah, and there was quite a bit of copyrighted music in here too. There was quite a bit of copyrighted music as well as the company that made it collapsing. Yeah, which anytime that happens, it throws the movie into rot's hell. Yeah, nobody knows who owns it. Which it, it, that sucks. Hopefully, somebody you know, it'd be cool to see like Severin or somebody like that mm-hmm. to, um, you know, untangle those rots and get it on Blu-ray. So, to everyone out there, if, like, just go watch this, and if you like it, talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it and get it in people's minds again, 
So maybe there can be a release for it. Maybe if uh, you're at a con and you're talking to like Don May or something mm-hmm. like that, but hey, have you ever seen Ricky Six? Just be like, hey, you heard about Ricky Six? You remember Ricky Six? You should put that on. He's good. <laughs> hey, hey, guys from Severn. You remember Ricky Six? You remember Ricky Six? Go to the guys from Vinegar Syndrome. You remember Ricky Six? <laughs> Welcome to the guys from Drama. Ricky Six. No, we don't put out movies. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we only put out really bad indie movies. Jesus. I love Trauma. Though. I love Trauma. God they're bless Trauma. Yeah. You got to shoot on them a little bit, but they're not, they're not as bad as Full Moon, but they're definitely... Oh, put God, out, Full Moon. They definitely put out some shit. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare Shitstorm. Man, I'm looking forward to... Vernon! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I get so frustrated when I talk about it that I can't even get it out. Uh, Nukem High Return. Yeah. Return to Nukem High Part 2. Part 2. It's out on their damn streaming service, but not on anything else. Bastards. It's like, come on, boys. Get it out. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get back to this. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ricky Six, man. Like, It's a shame it's hard to get hold of. I would love to have yeah. a real good release of this. And also, like, if you thought I did a shitty job of explaining the actual story... There's two books that I've ran across. There's one I think it's called The Acid King, and the other one I I think it's Say You Love Satan. But just be just be warned that I think both those books are very like they have a very a stigma against Satanism. Mm. So yeah, just just be warned about that. They, well, Satanism yeah. had nothing to do. Like that's the thing is like Ricky was a Satanist. Yes. Yeah. But that had nothing to do with why he killed the kid. Well, one book was came out in like the late seventies, early eighties. So mid satanic panic. Mm, good so, point. Good point. The other one came out very recently. Like around like, and it's like still like it's wrote by the guys who did a book called uh Death on the Devil the Devil's Teeth, which does it gets to a point where they're like, Well, maybe Satan was involved. <laughs> like <laughs> Go watch my sweet Satan and Ricky Six. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I just figured I'd mention that in case you want to look into the actual story. All right. But, yeah. We rewind back to 1971. Yes. Another in the U.S. lost film, basically. God dang it. <laughs> uh, directed by the great Ken Russell. Oh, my God. Like, I just wish there was more movies we could cover by this guy. I know, right? <laughs> Because his movies are great. Yeah. Who you know, if you've never seen The Devils, which is a movie we're covering, yeah. uh, you might have seen Altered States. Movie's which great. is a f- freaking acid trip. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is kind of ironic. Yeah, and uh he also did the Tommy Mu the Well god dang, I didn't bear to lead it all on that one, did I? <laughs> the Tommy Boom <laughs> I was trying to say the Hugh the <laughs> I think I'm smelling burnt burnt uh, popcorn over here. Burnt popcorn? <laughs> That's it. That's done. Anyways, the Who musical epic, yeah. Tommy. Tommy. That's yes. what I was trying to get out. God almighty. John. If Jesus. You, if you would have botched that again. I'd just give up. I would have the and left. If it over. If it over. I would have to try to describe the devil on my own. own. Like, good luck. <laughs> good luck. But, uh, yeah, Ken Russell, amazing filmmaker. Oh, my God. Yeah, nobody does it like him. He's he's in a league of his own, but and he's not really talked about all that much. No, you know it's kind of crazy. What's funny is like I'd seen the poster for Altered States at like a gas station. Yeah, 
because the movie was in like the, the the dollar bin or something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks cool, and just never paid any attention to it. The first time I saw it, I thought it was like a ripoff of uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, that's hmm. what it looked like to me. I don't know. It's it not, <laughs> not that way at all. But um, Ken Russell made this movie, The Devil, starring your Lord and Savior Oliver Reed. <laughs> Also known as the fucking man? The man. <laughs> it's your boy, Oliver Reed. One of the greatest human beings that ever walked the face of this planet, Oliver Reed. He's one of the manliest of men to ever exist. He's a badass. Could you describe how the man died for he us? He drank so many beers, so much liquor, beat so many people arm wrestling twice his age, like twice his age young. Yeah. And then was uh, like, see y'all later, Pff, dead. <laughs> Fucking legendary. That's a that's an that's an amazing death. But didn't pay his tab. Fuck you. All <laughs> reason like, I ain't paying this. Oh, <laughs> fucking great. You think, was, you think there was some? Uh, oh, some I guarantee in there? there was. Yeah. Oliver Reed is a he, he's a mad lad. Yes. He's a legend. He's one of the greatest actors that ever walked the face of the planet. He's done oh my God. countless things. You can't even begin. Like uh, genre fans might know him from The Brood. Yeah. Um. Uh, burn offerings. He's in that one. You know, he's all kinds of horror movies, all kinds of not horror movies. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, he's really good. He's everything he's ever been in. He's he's even if the movie's bad. He's yeah. still good. He steals the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In this, he plays a priest known as Grandier. Yes. Who, uh, after the head of the city dies, which I can't remember the name of the city. Do you ever write down mm. Landry or something like that? Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. I done goofed us, boys. Ooh, I think it's Land. I think it's Landria. You, I think you might be right. I think that. I'm close. If not, that's something from Game of Thrones I'm, or something uh, like that. <laughs> it's, it's a city from Trailer Park Boys. Anyways, it's a city where like it kind of governs itself and it's led by uh, a religious sect. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a head of it. He dies at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Grandier like uh, persists over his funeral, and is like, you know, we will forever be. Independent, yeah, you know, because the king said we are our own country, yeah. you know, our own state, um, and everything's going fine and well there for a bit huh. until there's always an in, in, until the right hand guy of the king, Ugh. which I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Piece of shit is what he should be known <laughs> as. That's what we'll call him, bastard. Yeah, bastard. That's what we're gonna call him. <laughs> uh, starts to get in the king's ear, like, hey, we could have a stronghold up there if you, uh, if you let us. God. Invade, and he's like, "No, I told them that, uh, you know, we can't do that. No, that's that's third place. Grandier owns that, basically. Well, he can't really get the king to let go mm-hmm. until a uh, sexually repressed nun with a hump on her back, yep, becomes infatuated with Grandier and starts to act erratic and begins to accuse Grandier of." Bewitching her. I'm, dang, dangers coming back. <laughs> I'm getting upset. <laughs> Grandier is like, man, this one. You talking about? <laughs> soon, what is this shit? soon, bastard, and his team of <laughs> <laughs> soon bastard, and then his team of bastards <laughs> basically whip the all the nuns up into a frenzy. Oh, they all goodness. begin to claim that they've been possessed by the devil through the hand of Grandier. Which Grandier didn't make it necessarily hard to do because then he impregnated a bitch and said, see ya. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't help. Didn't help. No. 
but he did fall in love with a woman and promised to marry her. Yes. Which, that also didn't help because priests aren't supposed to be married. No. But, uh... <laughs> Oliver don't give a fuck. He don't give no shits. Grandier is like, <laughs> Hey, you're pregnant? <laughs> fuck out of here. I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Never did. Never did. <laughs> Let's get married. See ya. <laughs> hey, I just met you. You want to get married? <laughs> Anyways, they all begin, you know, they begin like, Grandier, Grandier, he's the one who's done this to us. Which finally gives the king to relent. And because they believe that Grandier is not a priest, not a man of God, but yeah. a warlock, a man of the devil. Grandier does nothing. Everyone, it's Satan himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much this movie in a meme format. Yeah. So that's that. There you have it. That's basically the plot of the devils. This is the most infuriating masterpiece. That it I've really is. Movie. Yes. Uh, to compare it to something, it's very much like uh, the Conqueror Worm or uh, Witchfinder General. Yeah, Witchfinder General. Or Mark of the Devil. It's just done in a much, much grander, bigger way. Medieval times were shit times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go back there, dog. No, why would you want to? I've heard, like, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging, of course. There's people who, you know, do the whole Viking thing and do, like, there's some people who do, like, night stuff, too. Yeah. Why would you want to go back? Nah. I mean, there's a whole scene in this movie where he's, like, blessing people who've died of the plague. Yeah, and, and they're, like, burning of, <laughs> bodies. That's a lot of people. And he's just, like, mm, just throwing holy water on them. While he's, while he's, uh... Those fucking rats. Which I don't know, like, the <laughs> rankings as far as, like, Catholic priests go. I don't know. But his either. underling, yeah. it, it's his cousin that he's knocked up and, like, gotten pregnant. And he's, <sighs> and he's like, you're a man of the flesh, Grandier. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's this movie is infuriating. It, it's a, it's basically like a Salem witch trial esque or a or a Inquisition esque <laughs> movie, but like I said, done in a much grander way. <laughs> it's a very big, it's very epic. Yeah, it it portrays that itself in both visually and uh, and attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it has some incredible like <laughs> psychedelic visuals in it at times. Oh yeah, Ken Russell can't help but throw that madness I'm, in there every once in a while. <laughs> There's one scene in particular where like uh, I just know him as Oliver Reed. Oh, Grandier. I, I know it's Grandier, but I just can't, can't help not kind of like even my notes. I'm like Oliver oh, Reed. Oliver Reed. <laughs> but um, he's like walking on water like Christ. Yeah, the nun, the yeah. lead nun, fantasizes about him, which all because she wants him that that Grandier dick. This whole movie. They want him to Oliver Reed it. Yeah. This movie, if he would just dicked her down, <laughs> oh, this geez. wouldn't have happened. Look, but you're not supposed to because you're a damn nun. <laughs> you, you chose this lifestyle. The most infuriating character to me is this little weasel-faced asshole. Wait, are you talking about the, the bowl cut? No. Oh, okay. He don't bother me. I got, his hair pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, but towards the end, he even like... Yeah, he. he the, the, I know you're talking about now. When the untimeliness happens, sideburns, glasses, sideburns. Oh, oh go that the guy, the witchfinder. Get yeah, the witchfinder. Yeah, that goofy fuck. He's like, it's the devil. Say it's the devil. Oh god. And they're, and they're like, devil. What's the devil? <laughs> he is that guy. Like in modern times, wears the the camo pants and military boots to school. Yeah. He's that dickhead. You know he would be a flat earther. If, <laughs> flat earther. Yeah. Oh my god. He'd be like, hey, you can't convince me it's not flat. <laughs> well, here's the facts. The facts aren't real. You know, eventually, unfortunately, I think you can see how the movie goes. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that oh, god. Grandier is eventually arrested 
like to anyone to anyone who's like we should not have church separate from state watch, watch the these devils. movies which is the whole thing yeah that's why this movie's so controversial because it, it shows how corrupt the damn church can be oh my god like <laughs> without separation between church and state someone could be like fucking witch yeah and you're dead dead Burnt to the damn state. Yeah. I mean, how easy was that back Ooh. in the day? You know, that's insane. How many innocent people just died, died. because they were like, yeah. they're witches, witches, they're warlocks. Burn them. Dead. Just confess. You. Take your fucking The shit. most infuriating Ooh. part of this movie, like I'm, I said. I'm angry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is when Grande is captured, and <sighs> they begin to torture him. Just that glasses-wearing piece of shit. Just being like, just confess. Confess. Write your name. Because that's what they need. They need him to confess. They need him to say, or it, then he becomes a martyr when he dies. Yeah. If he doesn't confess, you know. And then what's it all lead to? The whole town basically becoming corrupt and immoral. This one man who everybody considered immoral and and a man of the flesh and you know not you know not truly a worker of God kept this place together <laughs> together, yeah. and when they take him out. This holy land becomes just uh, a uh, just a Sodom Gomorrah, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. And, this movies, and it'll never be released in the name of the United States because the damn Catholic Church won't let it happen. Well, like then it did get a release, but it was a shortened release. Yeah, like forty minutes cut short, which I'm sure in that cut of the fucking movie, they're not the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, the Catholic Church are the good guys. Yeah, right. Which. I have many choice words that I will not express on the podcast. Respect. <laughs> and like, look, God. if you're Catholic, oh, go, go, perfectly fine. We're not saying that Catholic is bad. No, no, no. We're just talking about like, in general. Yes. Religion can be very corrupt. Very, yeah. And the movie. This is what this movie portrays. Is what Ken Russell was trying to get across. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong. I mean, you especially look the the chaos that's about to unfold in the Catholic Church with allowing all these people to come oh forward and and, and confess what's happened. Which what, is it? Is it Pope Francis? Is mm-hmm. his name? You gotta give you gotta give him credit. Yeah, he's, he's about like, to drop the truth hammer on everybody. He's, <laughs> he, he's about to fuck. Oh, what's his name from uh, Catch a Predator? Oh, uh, what's his Chris name? Hansen? He's with the Chris Hansen. All these motherfuckers. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like Ken, you look at that, and you're like, "Yeah, Ken Russell was way ahead of the oh curve." My God. You know, not talking, he's not necessarily talking about like molestation in the church, yeah, but corruption. corruption. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, all these accusations, the accusations aren't just sexual related either. It's all corruption mm-hmm. in the church. Yeah, and it's happening in Baptist churches too. You oh know, yeah, that. I mean, like this is everywhere. Yeah. If, Ken Russell knew what he was talking about. Oh my god! You know yeah, I mean? and they don't like that. I bet this. I bet this does not have a release at all in Italy. Oh god, no! <laughs> you know I'm what sure I mean? it does. I'm sure this is banned in Italy entirely. Currently, the best version to get. I'm not 100 percent sure on this. Yeah. The one I have is the BBC release, the UK release. It's still cut though. It's still cut. As far as I know, uh, there really isn't a fully uncut version somewhere. It exists. Yeah. It just I don't know if it has a release. There might. Be, I've heard. There might be a German release of the film that is the full cut of the film. <laughs> is there a Japanese release? I don't know. Because <laughs> I know Japanese are primarily... Oh, God, I, I about died on air. <laughs> <laughs> like, Japanese are like pri- they're primarily like, a- like atheists, right? I think it has a high Christian really? population. I don't know about Catholic Christian, but, well, you know... 
It's Bo- interesting. Both models, yeah, but, yeah. but but uh, yeah, man, the Devils is it's a masterpiece. It's mm-hmm. it's so well directed, so well acted. Yeah, it's brutal at points. It's uncompromising. It's beautiful. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. It's a it's a masterpiece that needs to be seen. Yeah, ball. However, I don't know about the if it's still there. But at one point, this was streaming on Shutter as well. Oh, I don't know if it's still on there, and I don't know if it was the full and cut version. Yeah, but uh, that was like its first release in the states, really. Not, but butchered. <laughs> you know, Jesus. I mean, you think about it. This movie's what an hour and forty something minutes. Hour forty seven. I'd I'd say uncut. You're pushing two something. Yeah. 40 minutes cut out? Jesus. That's a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. That's a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Getting your hands on that is probably like where where the holy... What I'm saying is like there was 40 minutes cut out of the U.S. release. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at two hours, you cut 40 minutes out? At least there's like 47 more minutes. From this... I I don't know what the actual runtime of the uncut version is, but I would have to say it probably adds about... At least 10, 15, 20 more minutes, probably. Holy shit. God. I would assume it's about two hours, you know, which is just pushing two hours. Yeah. But yeah. Again, a movie that uh, our friend from Who Will Survive probably wouldn't like, Paul, because it's a period piece. <laughs> but you got to check it out, Paul. It's good. It's really good, yeah. <laughs> we love you, buddy. <laughs> You're great. You and Marco both are fantastic human beings. Yeah, you guys are great. Yes. But, uh, man, the devils. I mean, what do you say about it? it it's a It's a masterpiece. Five star classic, in my opinion. Yes, and like everyone does a great job playing their respective roles, but the man himself, Oliver Reed, steals the damn show. Whenever he's his booming voice, yeah. and he's like yelling at the damn jurors or the people watching the court, and he's telling them that you're wrong and you're all pieces of shit for not for allowing this to happen and not stand there and say that this is is this is incorrect and corrupt. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I know, like, when we talk talk about horror movies and whatnot, right, there's a few people who come up as, like, menly men. Mm-hmm. I know Tom Atkins is one, right? Tom Atkins, yes. Uh, I, I think Vincent Price is in there, is he not? Uh, Price is more, more classy. He's more classy, yeah. Yeah, like him and Cushion are, like, those are the kind of guys that drink yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Have a nice cold cup. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a fine wine. Yeah. So throw out some, like, menly figures, I guess, in uh, horror movies. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Campbell, uh, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Campbell, yeah, yeah. He's kind of a manly man. <laughs> what, Kane Hodder? Yeah, Kane's a man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kane's a man. Manly man. Yeah. Yeah. Steak. <laughs> Steak and eggs. <laughs> but uh, what I love about Oliver Reed is like he can do both, though. He's oh, a manly yeah. man, but he's also like, he carries himself in a very classy way. Get, get you a guy who can do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, the whole movie's based upon this nun who falls in love with him, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. And who can blame him? Who can blame her? Like, I'm looking at all of Reed. I'm like, if I was that nun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be jealous, too. Because, you know, she hears the rumors as she sees him. And like, oh, you know, her grandier is not necessarily very priestly when it comes to his you yeah. know, extracurricular activities, you know. And she's like, hmm, one yeah. man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he's all Reed. <laughs> I ain't even gay, but it's all Reed. <laughs> twenty bucks, twenty bucks. All Reed is all Reed. <laughs> you don't say no to all Reed. <laughs> I need a shirt with that on it. It's just all Reed with that mustache. From yeah, just says you don't say no to all Reed. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> they do goof him in this movie. They shave his entire fucking 
fucking head. He's still awesome, though. He's still awesome, he's yeah. Still, he's got a nasty little scar on his lip. You ever notice yeah, that? Yeah. Like right here. Probably a bar fight. You know who else has a scar on their lip? Hmm? Varg Vickerness. <laughs> Why'd you bring a Varg? Because we were talking about Lords of Chaos earlier. Oh, yeah, but that's not the next episode, so. <laughs> I know. Just Varg out of nowhere. <laughs> that was your random Varg Vickerness moment. Yeah! I, I, can I get a random applause for that? <laughs> I couldn't hear that. Eh, sorry. Uh, yeah. In all seriousness, though, back to being serious. Yeah. The Devils is a masterpiece. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a classic. Awesome. It's a fucking great movie. It needs to be seen. Go seek it out. I would have wrote more notes down for this because I had a lot to say in my notes. I was being chased by a wasp. Well, I didn't write a lot of notes down <laughs> because I was just entranced by yeah the film. You know what I mean? Like yeah, from that, the, was, that was a lot of it. But from the first minute when Oliver Reed's standing there and he's giving that speech about their land and how it's their land mm. to the very end when it's <sighs> tragedy. And also, that bastard... That, that no good that son of a bitch. Curly haired, squint eyed mother. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's what he looks like. That motherfucker. At the very end, when she's like, oh, you know, the, the devil in me, right? And he's like, oh, what devil? Yeah, we know. Fucking. He knew. He didn't believe any of it. He didn't care. No. It never was about he just the wanted devil. that land. Just wanted the land. Break his back, make him humble. He, the dude ain't dead five seconds. They start blowing his walls down. It, it's literally not even five seconds. Mm-hmm. As soon as he's dead, the crowd he looks at his watch and he's like, "All right, go for it." <laughs> Angry, I am. Yeah, but man, what a movie! It's awesome. It's a hell of a ride. You won't forget it. Well, what's the release you have? I think it's from the BBC. BBC. I think so. Well. Check, go get go get it if you can. Or seek out that German release yes. that might be fully uncut. Oh, my God. You know, either well, way. I don't know. I've, on, the, on the opening, like because I watched the the, 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 like, the little opening before the movie starts. With that, that film critic? Yeah. Who does a great job. Oh, yeah. He said there hasn't been a, a completely full release, yet, though, yet. But that was at the time of that release. How long ago was that? It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. <laughs> then, then we need... This movie out, and we need Ricky Six yeah. to be put out by someone, and we need a Blu-ray of Alucarda. Yes, <laughs> man, wh- no one wants to touch Satan, huh? Nah, Satan. Well, look what happened to us when we did. <laughs> I said that. Hmm. <laughs> See, a fun fact about the Devils. Devils was a movie I knew about for a long time. Didn't even know what it was about, really. I just yeah. knew that it was so controversial that it never had a release in the states. Yeah, a home video release. Mm. It had been in the theaters and stuff like that, cut. Yeah, but never a home video release. I bought a region-free player with my income tax one year. Mm-hmm. The very first region movie, <laughs> region two movie I bought was The Devils. Yeah. Because I wanted I, to see it when you got that it, yeah. badly. And when I watched it, I was like, my God, that was worth the wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Devils. Amazing. Yes. So, yeah, there you have it. Satan, man. <laughs> Are you in league with the devil? Not really. Nah, me neither. <laughs> I, I don't fun care. episode, though. Yeah, I had a good really time fun, talking yeah. about these movies. They're great movies. And even though it was very inconvenient, a lot of the things that happened yeah. really just added a little more story to this. Yeah. I mean, so. like it took us forever to get back to it. It's Hopefully that uh, nothing else happens and we're... If it if it does, then we're just gonna scrap this episode. And act like it never, never existed. Happened. We'll just put a post up and be like, nope. Uh, it, it, it just, it's we're just never pen- talking about these movies. It's a lost episode. It's a pentagram with like an X through it. Yeah, like no, no, we're done here. We're never doing Satan again. 
<laughs> Satan, I don't want anything you have to offer. Until <laughs> <laughs> we do the, uh, the blackmail episode. But <laughs> it's just that's more really like Ricky Six, though. That's like face Satan. Yeah. Like, the only true satanic film here is a Wakarta. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of them is all false. It's, it's all, all bullshit. Witchy. Yeah, stuff, it's yeah. all bullshit other than instead of... Uh, so is Alan Carter the one that's cursed? I guess so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but we're trying to praise Alan Carter, devil. Yeah. Who's great. <laughs> we're trying to sing the praises. Stop trying to kill us. Yeah. Or kill our podcast. Leave us alone. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get view. We're trying to get listens on iTunes. Yeah. But what's next? It's my turn, I think, right? I think you picked the devils. Or you picked Satan. Yeah, I did. So I know what episode I'm picking. Oh, yeah? It was been planned for a while. Oh God! And oh, we're gonna go from roll. we're going from Satan to suburban surrealism. Oh, we're talking, and it's perfect because this guy just had a movie come out. Yeah, Harmony Kareem. Oh shit! We're talking Gummo. Yeah, Julian Donkey Boy. Yeah, and his masterpiece. Oh God! Shot on video, disgusting. No trash. No trash. Humpers. No! <laughs> so yeah, and we have some plans. We have we've been talking about maybe reaching out to some people, getting some interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those may be sprinkled out along the way. Eventually, we're going to get the Who Will Survive guys on here. Yes. So and again, we don't know when necessarily. No, we don't know when, we're no. working on that. <laughs> and we have many ideas for episodes in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Hopefully. And always, if you have an idea for an episode or a movie we oh, should yeah. cover, pitch it our way. Pitch man. it our way. Because, you know, we don't know everything. No. Uh, some things to get excited about, though. Like I said, uh, we've been watching some really good independent films. Oh, yeah. That we're going to try to maybe possibly mm-hmm. reach out to the guy who made them. Yeah. We're definitely going to talk about them eventually. Yes. So that's some eventually. new cool stuff to get yeah. in there. And uh, there's some movies coming out that we're definitely going to be covering. St. Bernard. Mm-hmm. There's a movie coming out by oh Severin that looks insane. <laughs> Which, probably, we'll probably talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> that might actually match well with a, like a like a Bad Boy Bubby. Oh. Yeah, that could be kind of cool. I haven't seen Bad Boy Bubby yet, but Doug said it was awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's been a long time since I watched it, but it is really good. So, yeah. And, uh, you're, when you, this will be Sunday, what is Sunday? It's the same episode's coming out on Sunday. Huh? St. Nipson's going to be yeah, <laughs> See, be the 14th, Sunday the yeah. 14th. Saturday the 13th, be ready. Uh-oh. Because I know I'm ordering it. The first two extreme for the mainstream unearthed release is coming yes. out. Torment is the name of it. The first? Yes. So are we going to do an episode on this? When we get enough out to do them. Yeah. So get them yeah, yeah. in. Because it's only going to be 30 days. 30 days pre-orders after that out of print. Oh, for, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, too extreme for the mainstream. That's a, that's great. Is I, it, that's a great. Is it truly going to be too extreme for the mainstream? Or is it just an awesome marketing campaign? We'll find out. That's a great marketing campaign. It is a great marketing like, campaign. It's got else, me. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to, when, when immediately you're like, oh, this is too extreme for normal audiences. Yeah, like we can't put, th- we by law can't put this on Amazon. You're yeah. like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. But then you're like, well, there's the also shit. a Diabolic DVD in like Grindhouse video. No matter. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Serbian film on Amazon? <laughs> it's cut. I wonder if I wonder oh. if Serbian is going to be one of the two ma- extreme Ooh. mainstream releases. Yeah, we don't know what they are, do we? We don't. We know Torment and Deep Web XXX. That's the only two we know. Huh, that the second one is uh, <laughs> that was uh, 
a little behind the times. <laughs> a little bit. But it could be good. Yeah, I'm we're waiting. Saying, like, we're probably gonna wait for at least three to yeah. hit before we do an episode on them. But just letting everybody know, man. God, it, could you imagine a Serbian fucking hit? And they're like, thirty days. Thirty days is all you get to get it. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, day one I'd have it, but whatever. They, they would probably have to reprint more. There's what they're saying is thirty days. After thirty days, they're out of print. Whatever sells is what exists. Well, I'm talking about. I think they'll sell out if Serbian film. Oh, like yeah. is one of them. Well, I think they're just gonna print what they sell. Yeah. Is what the thing is. They're not gonna be like a release. There's not gonna be a limited. Oh, okay. So it's not just limited? I don't think so. I think there will be like limited things. Like I yeah. think they'll have special versions of it. Like for instance, Torment apparently is, a, uh, which we're, <laughs> we're going on about this, whatever. <laughs> this would be interesting. You know, this yeah. is, this is uh, this applies to our podcast and I think oh, yeah. people might be interested hearing about it. Torment is supposed to be loosely based on John Wayne Gacy. Ooh. Loosely. Not necessarily like a movie about Gacy, yeah. but like inspired by Gacy, right? Yeah. And there's this big release of it. That if I had, it's really expensive. It's like four hundred dollars. Whoa. Yeah, but if I had, if I had the money to to drop on it, yeah, I probably would. I probably would do it. Yeah. Because it comes with the movie. Yeah. It comes with a slipcase version of the movie that only comes in this set. That is a blood painting of John Wayne Gacy. What? Yeah, a blood painting. I think it comes with a print of that same painting as well. Wait, like a, like a print of the painting of Ga- from Gacy? No, it's it's a painting oh. of Gacy in blood. Whoa. Yeah. As well as a hand-painted John Wayne Gacy patch done by Jeremy Cruz. A patch? Mm-hmm. But again, this is like $400. <laughs> it also comes with uh, Serial Killer Culture, which is that movie yeah. that we watched. It's a really good documentary. Oh, it comes out with that, too? It does. Good God. It comes with a book about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, my Lord. It comes with a signed... It's a reprint. Okay. But a signed letter from John Wayne Gacy... You gotta be shitting me. ...to Merle Allen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gigi's what? brother. Which I think it's a reprint, but still... <laughs> what? What is this set? It's a really, really cool set, but I don't know if it's $400, Curl. Oh, my God. God, I, mean, I probably can see like where the money is in it, but still, yeah, four hundred is a bit pricey. Yeah, if that thing was like sixty, seventy dollars. It'd probably been mine, mm. but at four hundred, it's like, oh god, that's way too much. Did you ever like think about getting one of the Gacy paintings? Uh, <laughs> it's one of those weird things where it's like a dog. I mean, I have a phone case that has John Wayne Gacy on it. Cat point. And I have a T-shirt that also has. John Wayne Gacy on it. What's that? That's all banned. It's true. It's that true. These guys. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about this uh, too extreme for mainstream. That's that's a great marketing ploy though. It is. It's like and I, like. Could you imagine if like all these sets have that like crazy edition? I mean, it's just like like the the video nasty stuff. That's yeah. what any of those movies got watched. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to probably just get the regular DVD of it for multiple Ooh. reasons. Yeah. It's the cheapest. It's like twenty five. Yeah. Plus, I think it has the best cover. I think it has a really nice cover. Yeah. Really cool cover. You would think uh, the other ones would be more expensive with a better cover, though. Yeah. Well, the DVD, like, I don't know. I just don't think I need a Blu-ray of Torment. No. I just want the DVD. I don't want the movie. And you watch it, and it's like a masterpiece, and it's like, I need it. Well, damn it. <laughs> That's what happened <laughs> with Battle Royal. Battle Royal. I was like, I've never seen Battle Royal. I've always heard about it, but I've never seen it. Let me just get the DVD. Yeah. I don't need that cool Blu-ray edition. And I watch it, and I'm like, yeah. This is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that big Blu-ray of it. God. Um, 
But yeah, that four hundred dollar set is freaking cool. But four hundred is just way too much. Yeah, that's a lot. That's insane high. You know what I mean? Like, who is gonna buy that? Well, I mean, I think a lot of true crime true crime fanatics are gonna look into that. I guess, but it's like I think a lot of people a lot of people might not even look into it for the movie itself, which is kind of shame. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. But you know, we we interviewed. Um, Byro, yeah, and he's an awesome guy. Oh yeah, and yeah. very smart, very yes. good at marketing. I mean, look at like we've been talking about how cool mm-hmm. this two stream for mainstream ideal is. But four hundred dollar price tag is like, don't know if you're going to move any units at that price. No, you know that, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. That's four hundred dollars this morning. I make it a week. <laughs> I mean, I don't, oh. I know I don't make a lot, but <laughs> here's the thing, though, John, blood was given for that. It's true. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and like, it comes with like a random drawing of John Wayne Gacy from an artist. Jesus Christ. Uh, entertain the fans for a second. I can look this up. Okay. Really cool. um, oh, shit. I got 4% battery. Oh, uh oh. Oh, God. Gooby time. Do you want to entertain the fans that I look at? Look no, this I up? got this. Okay. Uh, he's at 4% battery, guys. You don't got to uh, narrate what's happening. <laughs> I'm going to narrate what's happening. <laughs> That's terrible. That's not entertaining the fans <laughs> well, at all. I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, give me something to say, I guess. I don't know. You a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay. Let's see. We're going over so much. I know. Uh, the three it's three hundred ninety five dollars plus shipping. Limit is limited to only twenty. Jesus. It's I got a one of a kind nine by twelve painting of John Wayne Gacy by artist Luio Russoioni. Each painting is wrapped and signed by Luio, and it will be a mystery which one you get. One letter signed by John Wayne Gacy sent to Merle Allen of the Murder Junkies. One novel, Killer Clown, that John Wayne Gacy murders. Written by Terry Sullivan. The DVD Serial Killer Culture. A limited edition Blu-ray of Torment based on the Gacy murders with a limited edition blood painting cover by artist Ryan Almaty. A limited to 50 signed print of painting painted in blood of Pogo. And a hand-painted patch of Pogo the Clown made by Jeremy Cruz. Jesus. Don't think about wearing a patch of John Wayne Gacy. I feel like that would be weird. Yeah. I thought people would be like, why you got that on there? So there's the blood painting. That's so cool looking. It is very cool. There's the cover of the DVD. Oh, that's my favorite cover. Oh, yeah, that is like really cool. Because there's the, there's the Blu-ray. I don't really like it, oh, actually. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the Blu-ray is very basic. It's, it, it just looks like they're just like photoshopped some shit together. He photoshopped some clowns. <laughs> some clowns. Clown. <laughs> I wish they would just release the uh, that. Like if that was yeah. just limited to twenty, I would jump on that in a heartbeat. Mm. Uh, but I think I think it comes exclusively in the. Uh, also, are we sure this is loosely based on John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. There's a lot of John Wayne Gacy stuff that's coming with Well, this I think thing. that's the selling part of the movie. I okay. think that's how they're selling the movie. But anyways, I guess we probably should wrap okay, this up. Yeah. We've talked about this for enough. But it's All also right. something cool. Yeah. You know? We don't really talk about extreme film news very much. No. Because there really isn't usually any. No. <laughs> usually the only news that comes out is like a movie was released and be like, this is the most disturbing movie of the year. No. <laughs> and you watch it, it's like, eh. eh. So, yeah, but if you're into uh, extreme films and you're wanting to jump on that unearth thing, yeah. better get on it. Because yes. 30 days and it's done. It's gone and forever, they say. We'll see. But yeah, <laughs> for yeah, now, we'll it'll be that. gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alucarda, Devils, Ricky Six, great movies. Yes. It's good to be back. Don't think we need anything else we need to say. No. So, I guess, as we used to do, I'm John. And I'm Matt. 
And you've been listening to the return of the yes. podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick oh, on cinema. cinema. Subscribe cinema. to PewDiePie. Cinema! Subscribe to PewDiePie. You know that guy's racist.